Hello. Hi. And welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It is a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week two friends who also happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I am your hostess, Erica the Red. And this week we are going to start the episode off a little bit differently in our intro. Um, yeah. Erica, take it so, away. So, like, basically, we had an episode a couple weeks back where we had a guest on, and um, we were doing rapid fire, talking about vivids, I vivids believe, or um, trends. I thought it was trends. Honestly, I can't remember, but I understand the overall sentiment. I will say that. Right. So. Um, about how we do try to keep it a very positive environment here and like uplifting and stuff, you know, but we also have guests on sometimes and we want them to be their authentic selves. You Absolutely. Know? And we happen to know this person very well. So like we know she was kind of just like playing around and, and like, being silly and being silly and being herself and whatever and d- didn't actually mean any offense to it. Um, but we do take it seriously because we didn't mean to offend anybody. Um, and I'm not going to lie, it kind of crossed my mind in the moment. And I know we talked yeah. about it yours, too. So, like, we do want to address that. We didn't mean to upset anyone. Um, but. But moving forward, our yeah. guests are going to be our guests. They're going to be themselves. Yeah. And we're going to authentically be ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. We did. We just wanted to address it because yeah. we agreed. Yeah, and we did agree. And we know we can't make everybody happy. And, you know, sometimes people are going to say stuff just because they're trying to hurt our feelings. But mm-hmm. this one actually was some truth to it. So we wanted to. Yeah, it. absolutely. And I mean, it was <laughs> the one comment yeah. that has been left. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, I mean, hey, thanks for commenting. Even if you had feedback, we always say leave us a comment. leave us a feedback. So, yeah. Thank so you. thank you for your if feedback. You, if you're still listening, I hope you are. Yeah. Um, we'll tag you in this episode. Yeah. All right. That's it. Well, uh, today we have a special guest yeah. on. I mean, our guests are always special. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, but this today one, yeah. in particular, he is on his way here currently right from Cincinnati, Ohio. All I'm really way. excited about I know. it. It's cool. Yeah. So, this uh, is, um, somebody that I, did you know him before last weekend? I have known of him. Uh, so our guest today is John Simpson. Yes. John colors hair. John does hair. John. We'll link him in yeah. the, in the <laughs> description. I don't want to call it, call Say it wrong. wrong. Yeah. Um, but no, we didn't know each other before Fast Foils, mm-hmm. but he's a Fast Foils ambassador, Fast Foils okay. educator, yeah. uh, a stylist in Cincinnati, and he is also like in a transition period in his life mm-hmm. where he's moving from the Midwest yeah. to L.A. Yeah. So we're kind of like parallel on that journey, right. except for I'm not in the Midwest anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> You're not that far from it. <laughs> Honestly, no. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited about the guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, without further ado, we'll jump into our peaks and pits with John for After us in an break. hour. Yeah. Uh, for you, for you guys right, right now. now. And we're back. And we're back. Like we said, right it now. was going to be seconds later for seconds you guys. Later. Um, <laughs> and in studio, we have John Simpson. What? Woo! Hey. What's your Instagram? Uh, my hair Instagram is John underscore colors underscore hair. John colors hair. Okay. Yeah, John, John, colors. John colors hair. Simple as that. Yeah. But there's underscores, well, with you the know. underscores. You know. Period. Because I'm not the only John out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that- 
that's a you know pretty unique name, and that's weird. I'm right. just kidding. Thanks, thanks, mom. Right. It's spelt correctly though. Totally. J O N. Right. No H. Mm mm. Anyway, so diving into the episode today, as you guys know, we start every episode off with our peaks and our pits. Mm-hmm. Um, I know mine. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah, I go, can go ahead. Go okay, so my peak is that I did a bomb ass color correction you today. Did. You very much did. Bomb color correction. Uh, so I did this client, and <laughs> um, how long ago? Maybe two or three weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago. Yeah. And Something we like made her copper, and not just like copper, but like the copperest of coppers. Ooh, like love she that. was orange. She was. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you glad? She, yeah. Like a level six orange, it was actually. Gorgeous. Stunning. Like a, like a red copper or a copper. Yeah, gold? like it was like. It was it like was a like copper copper. From Brave okay, red. so yeah, a, yeah. a little CC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I used any like actual red. It was all point four copper. For yeah. Um, but anyway, I did it like two or three weeks ago. She loved it. It's on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple days after I did it, maybe <laughs> she was like, okay, listen, it was great. Um, you did a great job. This is, this color is great. Yeah. However, I hate it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. And I was like, well, <laughs> I used permanent color on you this time. Yeah. Um, don't normally do that. Eh, Cause you said you were going to stick with it. But she's running for uh, like a public office. Oh. And so it, but, she got to look good, I guess. Right. Anyway, it looked great. It was bomb. There was no copper in it today no, it when really she good. left. It was like a natural, like beige, I don't know, balayage. Yeah, it was a balayage. It was really, really, really pretty. Yeah, it looked completely different. And mm. I didn't take it before and I didn't take it after. Oh, damn. It's okay. Which is so well, not maybe, like maybe, you. Maybe you can ask her to like post a pic. Mm, no. I'll just do it whenever she comes in for a touch-up. Yeah. She's in like literally every three weeks. And I have her before. I, like I have her after from when I did it orange. So yeah. it'll be all it'll right. It'll be good. Yeah, it'll be all right. What's your pit? Uh, my pit is that my freaking blow dryer. Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you what the heck is, what's wrong with your blow dryer? <laughs> So I bought a new blow dryer. I yeah. have the Gamma IQ two, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Um, the newest Gamma. Yeah, the yeah. newest Gamma. And it sounds like we're talking about like a vacuum. <laughs> Honestly, it does. It does. Uh, but I bought that literally like a month ago, and the last three or four days, I'll turn it on. It'll turn on for like five seconds, and then it'll turn off. And then I can turn it back on and use it. But if I turn it off and then back on again, it does the same thing. Was that the blow dryer you had at the show? It sure was. <laughs> that brand new blow dryer. Mm. And I wonder if, like, packing it and, like, maybe something got in the filter. Now, let's be real. The airline probably messed with that. Because, right. You know, I drove. Oh, oh well, yeah. Well. Huh? It would be my fault. I'm not going to say that on air. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> right. No, gamma, I, please send me a new hair dryer. Yeah, Gamma. <laughs> um, I I had another thought too. But What's that? I'm not gonna say it on air either. Oh, okay. Period. Um, okay, John, peak in a pit. Um, I will say my peak this week was thoroughly enjoying all of my clients this week. Yay! Yeah, and being really proud of the work that I did behind the chair. Nice. And then, I think my pit was. Dealing with a client that I 
did several weeks ago. And, you know, it was right before we went to ABS. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, started my day. I was working on a client. And then our receptionist <laughs> handed me an email from this client, like, reaching out to the owners, wanting, like, sta- like pretty much, like, stating her issue. Oh, well, Erica. That is a pit, right? That's a, um, long, that's a long pit. So it's my pit one. would be that I have had this pain in my chest, and I'm old, and I slept on the airport floor, and now I'm dying. Um, or at least it feels like it. That is my pit, but my peak is that I'm home, and I survived last weekend, and... I am excited to get back into the flow of things, and tomorrow I really need a day to myself, which I'm going to take, and I'm excited for that. And mm-hmm. Yay for Sundays. Yeah, bro. Seriously. It's been a wild couple of weeks. So, that's it. That's, that's it. That's my peak and my pit. Okay. So, um, if you don't know, now you do. John is a very intuitive person, yes. and so he is going to forecast... How this episode is going to go by giving us a little read. <laughs> if you've wondered, like, what's in his hand yeah, this whole this time, whole time. Uh, it's a deck of tarot cards. Uh, so if you want to skip through this, I'll include a timestamp right here. If you don't want to watch this, uh, skip through it. But, John, take it away. <laughs> Forecast this episode. All right. So we have already pre-selected a card. Um, I'm always available for... Intuitive readings, if you are down and aligned, I'm aligned. So um, we can always get into that. But it just goes back, what I'm about to say with this card is it goes back to what we were all just talking about. And and especially like just like with yourselves as well as stylists behind your chair. So The message that we have here is truth and integrity. So that is so important when you're behind your chair, like honoring your truth and honoring your client's truth, but having integrity if you're running into challenges with your client, right? So it's, it's standing in integrity and being professional, but also having boundaries with your clients and not letting them like tell you how to operate or make you feel bad about how you operate. So I think that's, that's the integrity piece. And the truth is just like, you know, we were talking about policies. If you don't have policies as a stylist, I highly, 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 highly suggest you stop what you're doing right now (laughs) and you download jot form yeah, and if hey. and, and if you want to look at my policies, hit me up on Instagram. I have three policies. You can literally make them your own and re-edit them and re-edit the wording. It's mm-hmm. so simple. It's so easy. It will literally take five to ten minutes, thirty minutes max, if you know you make the time. So I highly suggest policies moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, if you're an independent contractor, but even if you work at a salon that doesn't have policies. Create your own. Create your own because you, it will literally protect you in the future. And by you honoring your truth with policies, you're allowing, you're you're putting that energy out, right? So mm-hmm. 
you're going to get clients that come in who don't align with you. So by having these policies, it's allowing you to get rid of the clients that don't want to take you seriously down mm-hmm. the road or who yeah. want to take advantage of you from the beginning and the get-go. It so now that I have these policies, that's like even if they're new, cl- I mean, new clients, you just say, hey, you know, this is part of my consultation. Um, please read them over. If you have any questions, feel free to ask. Um, and I also state, you know, if you don't agree with my policies, that's okay. We can find you another stylist or... You know, I unfortunately can't do your hair if you're not agreeing to these terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, every salon has like a mission statement or whatever that the clients look at whenever they're first For real, yeah. coming in yeah, and yeah. they're like, okay, let me sign this piece of paper. But mm-hmm. most of them don't read the fact that it's like, we accept no refunds. We yeah. don't take uh, returns on product over 20% usage or yeah. something like along those lines. Um, but I like what you're saying about policies and the drop form. Uh, we had a guest a couple weeks ago, Hunter Donia hair uh-huh. by Hunty. That's his whole thing on Instagram. He teaches people about like policies, procedures, mm-hmm. and like, if you are having a harder time with it, like he breaks it down really well. And he was talking about how he has, uh, he has ADHD. Yeah. And how, <laughs> don't we all, right? Don't we all. But, like, how he has, like, twisted it and made it work Mm -hmm. for him him. by creating all of these policies that literally make his business run Mm -hmm. itself as an independent person in a suite. Yeah. That was his his whole thing. So I will will tie something back in um, with, with this message that we're on with truth and integrity. So give yourself a minute, take a deep breath, and... Just give yourself, you know, a moment to reconnect with yourself and, like, let go of the bullshit you have may have dealt with this week. It may have been a client or just whatever you're dealing with in your life right now. So part of this is also, like, willing to release things and letting go of things that are bothering you, which I think me and Erica talked about that before. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah, we did. And we talked, Erica and I talked about it right before you walked in the door. Yeah, seriously. And here's the thing, too, with that truth and integrity part. Don't feel bad for releasing a toxic client. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. You know, part of you, whatever you, however, like, regardless of how long you've had the client, regardless of how new they are or how old they are, like, when it comes to how long that they've been with you, you form some kind of emotional connection to your clients over time. Mm-hmm. and we get attached to them. So it's not always hard, or it's not always easy letting go and releasing a toxic a toxic situation, and that's on any aspect in your life. Mm-hmm. So you have to be willing to let go of unhealthy attachments, and especially unhealthy attachments to your clients, and that's the unhealthy attachment comes from emotions, like being emotionally attached to your clients. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like trusting yourself and releasing that and surrendering to your own truth and know that when you do honor yourself, you will make room for more miracles in your life and more miracles behind your chair because you're, you're standing in your own power by honoring your truth as a stylist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. 
Yeah. Love it. All right. Um, so what is next? What's on the agenda? I don't even oh. know where my clipboard went. So John and I met via Fast Foils. Yes. High performance foils. Um, and so how did you originally get aligned with Fast Foils? Because I remember I was, it was like, there were like three of us ambassadors. I think it was like me, Kelly, and uh, I can't, is someone that's no longer with us, but there were three of us. And then one meeting, there was just like 20 people. Yep. And it was like, all of these people were in Vegas with us. And I was like, whoa, who are all these people? Right. <laughs> Hi. Right. They all know each other. And I am the yeah, only like, who one. Who are these people? Yeah, I was like, I don't know any of these people, but they all know each other. That's funny. <laughs> um, so that's how I met you. How did you, like, and get aligned with fast foils in the first place. <laughs> um, I'm glad you asked because I'm going to give a shout out to this amazing person in my life. He's been an, 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 the most magical person. If you have not met this person, I hope, I hope one day you do. He has been a mentor to me and I just cherish, I cherish this person so much and he has brought so much magic into my life and I'm just going to say, if you don't know him, his name is, it's Mr. Jay Ladner. <laughs> and, um, friend of the pod. Yeah. Yes, right. Yes. He has he, been up, he's been up in the gig. Mm-hmm. So Jay is initially how I got, you know, aligned Online. with fast foils. So you knew Jay before fast foil, like you, before you started with fast foils. Yeah. And it's funny. We're talking about this cause I was talking to him briefly on my way here. And we, I just had this moment like a week ago. It was like, it popped up and it was like a memory. Mm, so mm. we met back in t around 2018, 2019. And that's when I was living in Denver. So that's when he was on tour with Gina Bianca. Mm -hmm. And I forget what the tour was called, but um, we had, you know, started connecting over social. And he was like, hey, you know, I see that you live in Denver you know, we're having this class and we need to ship the stuff for our class to Denver. Mm. And he was like, do you care to, you know, receive the package? Yeah. Yes. Will you receive yes. my package, John? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Will, will you receive the package? And the packages were all the swag bags for the class. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And yeah. He was so like, you had pallets showing up to your house? Right. No, I mean, they were boxes, but... <laughs> <laughs> Pa pallets is a little bit dramatic, but they were boxes full of stuff. And he asked me to put them together. And I said, absolutely. And I got to go to class. Mm -hmm. So that was my gift, you know. And that's when we met. We met in Colorado in 2019. And it was just the rest is history because we're just, we're, we're so aligned. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, what I love about Jay is like the person you see online and Erica and I have learned this yeah. over the last year, like the person that you see online, isn't always the person uh, that you see yeah. face to face. But with Jay, it was every second of his existence is, is exactly that. that. Like yep. he is very, he's so loving. He's mm -hmm. encouraging. He's always like trying to make you see your own magic yeah yeah i literally i literally called him my wizard of oz right no <laughs> he's so sweet though mm -hmm. yeah. and so giving and caring so w speaking of jay yeah and fast foils 
you just went like on a crazy like week long adventure with Fast Foils slash J. Mm-hmm. So you were in Montreal. We were in Montreal f- with Oligo Professional. And what did you do there? Um, we, I was assisting him while he was shooting content with Oligo. And it's for his next collection coming later on this year. Mm-hmm. And we have seen the teasers on Oligo's <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> yes. So we are sitting with a secret holder yeah. right now. <laughs> He's yeah, gatekeeping. I, I, right. I, I, can't, I can't say anything, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be very magical. I love it. I'm excited. I know. Me too. I'm excited. Well, I, I purchased all of Jay's kits. Kits. Like I don't even technically use Oligo yeah. in the salon. We use Kuhn, but I buy them to support him because yeah. I think it's cool. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so, and then while you were in Montreal, were you on a podcast or were you just, like, hanging out while they were filming a podcast? No, there was no podcast. It was just filming content, like, for the collection. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just saw you, like, sitting on a couch with microphones or something oh, on your no. story. They, we were doing a um, a moment coming up for Oligo Pride. Oh, well, not Oligo Pride, but Montreal Pride. And I think Montreal Pride is in August. So it'll be a while before that airs. Yeah. Okay. If it it does air. Right. But we were just sitting around and having a conversation about like Pride and, you know, specific topics. So it was fun. I love it. Cool. So it was more like an interview conversation slash actual podcast. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's cool to hear that there's a large company that's doing more than just slapping a rainbow on a product and on a product it a yeah you know what i mean like yeah at this point in a in the world yeah we need more than a rainbow slapped on a there bottle of shampoo for, for, a month. for a month right just for a month right. like limited edition release no there needs to be conversations there needs like, to be a lot more conversations i in this world. <laughs> yeah like i want to see the representation in your education team yes. i want to see it in your executive team mm-hmm. you know like right. it's not it's not enough anymore yeah i agree and not just for gay people not just for pride for everyone. you know what i mean for yeah. everyone like totally. i finally feel like i see what people have talked mm-hmm. about like it's scarily scarily coming to fruition yeah in the places that we live currently (laughs) yes it is it's a wild wild world out there right now the wild wild west wild wild west but yes going going back to how i got aligned with fast foils jay is how i got involved with fast foils i don't i don't even think it's been a year since all that went down but you know probably just shy of a year because i think i'm hitting a year because I remember I just got a mem- like a one of those memories that was like one year ago I posted a video or like a picture on my story of a, a meeting. Uh, mm. okay. It was one of those meetings where there was only three of us. Right. That's right. funny. It is cool though to see it growing. It growing and like so fast. So fast and I feel it's such a cool thing to see being one of the first mm-hmm. ambassadors for them. Like, the fact that Ben, the founder of the company, like, literally since the beginning, his energy, his love, his passion has not faltered. Like, it's the same. And when we were in ABS, like, you know on that last day he was so tired. Mm -hmm. But he was revving it up, like... (laughs) 
Yeah. He was killing it. He was just as passionate, saying the same spiel he had mm-hmm. been saying for four days in a row. <laughs> I like, know. That's funny. Because when we're in our meetings, I'm like, okay, we have to. We're, we're we listen. have to talk about this. How, how fast Boyle started. Yo. It's, it's a beautiful story, though. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And it is funny. He does say the same thing every meeting. But <laughs> you know what? Verbiage. Yeah. It's getting that verbiage it's down. A, it's it a, is. What is that? He has it's, a purpose. It's a what technology? Endothermic, endothermic endothermic technology processes your highlights up to 25% faster than any other foil on the market. And I will say, if you don't have them, please purchase them. And you know what? John, drop your code. What's your code? <laughs> right? They've had mine They've enough. They've had Hunter's code for a while. What do you need? What's I your code? I literally just did my first takeover last Thursday, uh-huh. I believe. And my code was posted in, in the story, but I think it's John 10. or John 10. John VIP 10. Yes. For 10% off of your first order. Yep. To get 25% more efficiency in your day, which I, could I lead think, to. I think it is John VIP 10. Okay, that's mine's Hunter VIP ten. That's why I just okay. guessed that. Anyway, John VIP ten at checkout on fastfoils.ca um, to get ten percent off of your first order. Now, I will say one of the things that has been blowing my mind, and I just want to talk about breaking the rules for a minute, um, because as stylists, we have we play with chemicals, obviously, and there's manufacturer like instructions on how to use chemicals, aka color, aka bleach. And as creatives, we all like to bend the rules. So one of the things that, you know, we're, we like to educate our users on is you can always use an outside heat source. And an outside heat source can be a blow dryer with a diffuser on it or, like, literally sticking your client under a climazon or, like, one of those, like, rotating ball things. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, just heating it up with your blow dryer. And, of course, when you put heat on something that naturally is supposed to speed up the process 25% faster, you are going to get an additional boost. So I was using the fast foils. I was using my foils the other day on a client, and I stuck her under the processor, and she literally came up in 10 minutes. But that was 10 minutes after I finished. So, of course, like the back foils had already been processing the longest but the fact that you don't have to use over 20 volume mm-hmm. to get a really nice clean lift and fast is mind blowing. So I literally was like, okay, girl, like we got to go to the bowl mm-hmm. because your, 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 your hair is like, it's time really, to go. Oh yeah. She ready. Yeah. Our salon now is exclusively fast. Yeah. Foils. Well, and I think you can, you, you all can like literally say, like that one of the most favorite things I think you guys can agree. I think that's what I was trying to say. (laughs) I think the one thing we can all agree on is that there are so many sizes of the foils. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, what did you use? Sizes. Yes. What did you use the most at the show? I like the rolls the most, believe it or not. Same. So I think the five inch roll is beautiful. The eight inch roll is probably my fave. Mm hmm. Because with the rolls, and I've never been a roller before. I've always been like a pre-cutter. Me too, because rolls always rip whenever you try and get the foil out. Or I was just afraid of the roll. You know what I mean? But you have control with the roll. Like, you the, you already know how wide it is, but you literally have control over how, how long you want how it. How long you want it. Mm-hmm. I always rip too much. That's why I don't like the roll. 
Yeah. I rip them too long. It's too much. I'm wasteful. I rip too much toilet paper, hey. too. You know, it's, it's my fault. I'm just kidding. <laughs> two squares, Erica. Right, I know. Two squares. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We are in a recession. <laughs> yeah, two, For real. Two squares, girl. If you were in my house, I'm just no, kidding. But no, but you know what? Well, we, we are. I did, I did do uh, um, foil, like, or a highlight the other day, and I used all three sizes. Mm-hmm. I just have them there, and I, like, pick which one I want, like, out of the boxes, you know, the flat sheets, but mm-hmm. I like those ones. I typically just keep both of the rolls, like, on accessible. my station, and then I choose cool. which mm-hmm. size I want, because I like to make some of them small, some of them big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, options, baby, options. All right, so we have a segment, uh, the advice segment. Yeah, the ex- <laughs> um. And so I think it's funny that we started the episode off talking about like communication with your client over text and <laughs> yeah, totally color and all of that. Both of these happen to be um, text message conversations between client and stylist. Which you were going to send me that. Thing. Yes. So the first one, I'll go ahead and read that one in just a second. The first one is. <clears throat> Let me get my reading voice on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so this is something a client texts. Yes. So it a was. client text. Uh, so this we pull advice from a like an advice column for hairdressers. So people have submitted this, and then we are giving our unsolicited <laughs> advice that <laughs> yes. no one has asked okay. for. Uh, no one asked for. Okay. Um. So this message says, "Hi, this is insert name here." Just a few questions about the hair color. Was it a permanent or a temporary? Also, did you happen to use anything to stop the color process? I've probably washed this like four times now, and it keeps coming off on my skin when I sweat or lay down on hair on my hair for a while. It's also all down my neck from sweating. I got ooh, I got some hair dye remove, remover for the skin, but I don't know what to do. I thought I washed all the extra color out really well, but it just keeps leaving on me. I had to wash so much that my hair is already aquamarine. Do you have any tips on how to stop the color from running anymore? Or do you think I really didn't wash as well as I did? And the stylist responded, but the response is cut off. So we can't see what the stylist says. Um, So it clearly was a vivid client. Yes, it was. Yes, it was a blue. Blue. So (laughs) after that response, the the client sent another message. And she said, hi, blank. This is blank from your April blank appointment where you dyed my hair blue. I wanted to see about possibly getting a partial refund. I feel like I paid a really a good amount to get my hair professionally dyed just for it to give me this much grief and embarrassment. I still get a blue neck and ears and stain everything that my hair touches. I have to use acetone on my neck and ears almost religiously now, and it's starting to ruin my skin. But that's the only thing that effectively gets it off. I've had a lot of clothing, pillows, blankets, and belongings stain blue and get ruined. One of my stuffed animals that's super important and as old as me is now blue, and I can't wash him because it's just so old. I had to pay for a replacement pillow at my work because my hair colored it. I don't mean to cause any trouble, but it's just giving me so, given me so much stress and issues. The haircut is amazing. The bleaching is amazing. But the hair dye part is what I would like to get a refund for. Here's the thing. I agree with the client. Mm-hmm. I do too. I fully agree with the client. Um, and the reason is, I don't think that the stylist did anything wrong. No. I think that it. there's a couple things that it could have gone wrong. 
A, the stylist didn't follow manufacturer's directions. Mm-hmm. That is, like, typically if something goes wrong and it's the stylist's fault, that's the reason that it went wrong, right? Two, the she didn't, like, back on the stylist, she didn't properly educate her client to not go to bed with her hair wet, mm-hmm. that if she sweats, it will bleed, mm-hmm. uh, and this is how you prevent, like, things like that, right? So there's two options that could be on the stylist. But at the end of the day, the client did her research, and you could tell from the first thing, Mm because she was like, did I possibly do something wrong? Am I washing it incorrectly? Did I use the wrong shampoo? Did I do this, right? So she's not trying to blame it on the stylist at all, and that's why I'm kind of on her side. Because... All she's asking for a refund for is the color that immediately washed out of her hair. Yeah. So if you di- if I did a color and my client said I washed it four times and it looks like this, I would say absolutely. Come in, let me redo that or if you don't trust me to do it any longer, I understand. Mm-hmm. I do know what I'm doing and I would love the sec- the opportunity to adjust this for you, but I understand. Like, it's ruined all of your things. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too, is because even if it is something that the sty- uh, the client did, because, uh, like, as you were, we talked about these before, and mm-hmm. I was said, you asked me, and the first thing I said was I would give her a refund for that. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing is she could have been using, like, shitty shampoo. Was she washing her hair in cold water? I mean, I got blue on my ear was, like, blue for, like, two weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when I had that fresh. So it is kind of part of it. And maybe she didn't educate her client properly on that, like you said. And then here's the other part. If you come in and you educate her properly this point moving forward and it happens again, then maybe that's not the client for you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because maybe she's not listening or whatever. You know, maybe she didn't buy the right product. But she did seem like (laughs) she wanted to be responsible. Right. She, the style, the client uh, seemed like she wanted to take responsibility for it, yeah. is what I'm saying. And, like, what if it just was a bad tube of blue? Well, that could be it. And that's what I'm saying is, like, I would take the time to try and at least resolve it. And if it didn't work, then bye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What's your opinion? Because you've been laughing the whole time. Well, the whole time I'm sitting over here and I'm like, I don't know if I agree. That's okay. You don't that's have to. F- yeah, that's- you don't have to. So, I think, you know... I agree with maybe the stylist didn't properly educate the client mm-hmm. on at-home maintenance or what the expectation is at home mm-hmm. or with a Vivid. So because clients are coming in and they have expectations, and of course we never talk about expectations, and I think that's something I'm getting now moving forward. It's like maybe ask your clients, like, what expectations do you have for, for well, me? Well, yeah, it's huge. Like you have to manage expectations. I was, was going to say, like I, feel, I feel like as a – like. As professionals in our industry, we should all like automatically mm-hmm. educate our clients on those things. I lost what. Well, what did here, you say? Man, he said managing expectations. Yes, it's it's our job to set the expectations right up front. So if the stylist was like, "Hey, I'm going to do this, and it's only going to last for four shampoos," because there are some vivid champ vivid colors like those lighter colors, yeah, pastels, they will fade out in four or five mm-hmm. shampoos. But if you go deeper, more vivid, like you could educate your clients on that, you're not going to have the exact result maybe today. But as this washes out, you're going to have more longevity because it's Mm -hmm. getting pastel as it goes on. Well, and some brands bleed more than others. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it would have been nice, too, with whoever submitted that, that you 
we saw before and afters or if the client submitted pictures just so well there there were photos and there was a brand mentioned but i just don't want to we don't yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. okay i and that's part of it that is part of it yeah (laughs) that is part of it yeah so uh i think it was the color that was used okay Mm -hmm. um i mean i I only know one company with an aquamarine (laughs) No, no, well, no, no. She what said it faded. Oh, she faded to aquamarine. It faded okay. to aquamarine. And uh, she had only washed it three times. Yeah. Is what she was saying. So she had like a deep blue. blue. And mm. then after th- only three shampoos, it was faded to aquamarine. So so here's another thing that I'm kind of getting because, you know, certain colors are deeper. Mm-hmm. So blue is obviously a deep shade. Yeah. So for instance, I don't know what the stylist lifted her hair to, but mm. it probably was light enough to deposit blue, but knowing maybe where the stylist had lifted it to, of course the blue colors it mm-hmm. or covers the a highlight or whatever. But when it fades, if the hair is not properly lifted mm-hmm. and it's probably still yellow, what do blue and yellow make? Oh yeah, it would be green for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like right. she's she's saying that the bleach the bleaching was perfect. Right. The so haircut is stunning. She yeah. loves it. She just wanted a refund for the color that washed out in three washes. And I'm just saying Only as as a professional hairstylist myself, if I went and I paid to get my hair done and it was gone in three washes, I would be very upset and mm-hmm. I would be asking for someone to redo my hair and or have a refund. Well, and the I mean, depending on how long this chick's hair is, you know, if she's literally only asking for that part, it's probably like 50 bucks, which you can do that. And if she's not happy, then she won't come back. And then you guys are on your way and you're done and it's mm-hmm. 50 bucks to be done. Or with the like sometimes too with Vivid Clients, if it's a solid uh-huh. mix up, I sometimes a color I bomb. Sa- right. Sometimes I literally, yeah. if, if a client's a solid color, mm-hmm. I'll literally send them home with the tube. And they can add it into their conditioner or just mix it up with conditioner. And that's what I'm saying is like, so have the lady come back in, have a chat with her. If you can't remedy the situation, then give her a refund and let her be like, you know, as Mm -hmm. a general rule, you know, like I said, we have a no refund policy, but if I were on my own as this lady is, then that's what I would be doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because that's your 50 bucks, kind of like your client. You know what? If you can't resolve it with her, then guess what? Bye. Mm -hmm. Y'all aren't, you're not aligned. It is right. what it is. It's not honoring either one of your guys' mm-hmm. truth. But you try to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. You know? Mm-hmm. Fine. I do, like, I feel like I'm on, like, the stylist side as far as, like, we do need to be, like, taken more seriously in our industry. Mm-hmm. However, we are still in a service industry. And so, like, our job is to serve others mm-hmm. and to... uh uplift them and make them feel better about themselves so and my opinion is not everyone's opinion on this yeah for I, real. F- like again this is fully, unsolicited yeah advice. No unsolicited one asked advice <laughs> yeah that no one asked for but so in my professional like the way that i operate yeah is that like the client is always right until they're not and if they're wrong i will accept it yeah or if they're right I, or if i'm wrong i will accept it but we are in an industry to serve people and make them feel better about themselves. So if they leave feeling worse about themselves, then I've done something 
my job was not completed because my job is to make them feel good about themselves. Well, and that's the other thing. We're all different humans because for me, I'm like, I would just want to know that I did everything I could to remedy the situation and leave it on a good note, whether it's parting ways or not. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? So, and then John is thinking, nope, this is my boundary and that's cool. Everybody's different and that's kind of what we were talking about. You know, like I said, living in your truth. Well, and I think too, it's like one of the hardest things is being a stylist and just an artist is... Knowing when you mess up and it's, it's not Mm -hmm. always fun to have those moments of like, um, accountability, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I think you genuinely know when you mess something up, but sometimes it sucks when you don't think that you messed up and the client points something out and you're like, Whoa, that's a problem. Yeah. And, but sometimes where I, where I sit on the fence about like, of course, I want to serve people, and I love serving people, and I love people to leave my chair and feel, and I want them to feel beautiful. I want them to feel happy. But for you to leave the salon and say that you like your hair, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, uncles, boyfriend. That's a whole friends, different story. Yeah. Right. It is a completely different story, though, when that happens. Because then someone's in their ear like, you paid how much for that? You should yeah, get a and refund. and that's some bullshit. Because, I mean, everyone... We're in an industry that people are going to evaluate our worth without our opinions or without our uh, input at all. They are automatically (laughs) putting a value on us without us having any say in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I honestly feel like we can honor that. But at the same time, we have to take our power back because we are literally one of the only industries that get highly taken advantage of Mm -hmm. yeah i mean trust me i've been in it for a long fucking time and i know like double the time you've been in the industry as long as the two of us combined i'm not calling you old i'm just saying like (laughs) as a fact john and i he's been doing hair a year longer than me i think i started doing hair in 2009 four years longer than me okay yeah so yeah oh five but I, but one of the things that I get frustrated with too is like I've had moments throughout my career, and I think many many of us stylists have had these moments where we've had rough weeks with clients, or where we have redos, or clients are like mistreating us, and it literally makes you second guess your whole yeah, entire existence, exactly. and it makes you want to give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I have crumbled over clients before. Absolutely, lost sleep over it. collapse into a corner and And I feel like that's where the lack of drive for people wanting to stick around in the industry because people get into it and they none of us are trained to Mm -hmm. experience these things totally so when you do experience them you're not you don't have you don't don't have the right tools yeah exactly it's like whoa I didn't get into this industry to like face challenges with Mm -hmm. clients but Mm -hmm. it's part of it you know what I mean and I do think that like Because I remember as a young stylist not having any boundaries at all. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And letting it make me crumble like that, you know? But it's it's one of the things you don't think about because you love what you do and you're just having fun. And then, oh, somebody doesn't like their hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was a long time where my entire identity was wrapped up in being a hairstylist. And if somebody didn't like something, I was like, you know, devastated me. Horrifically, you know? But... Yeah, that's boundaries are important for that very reason because yeah. it just it is what it is and we do have to accept that we are 
all hairdressers are a little ADD. We're a little emotional. We are artists. It mm-hmm. is our art. It is our passion. It is our work, regardless of how you look at it. You're putting something out into the world, like you said. Mm-hmm. Well, and I want to be super clear that I'm not saying that I think the customer is always right and we should bow down to them. I'm no. saying because instances happen where it's like you said you loved your hair when you leave the salon. As long as, like, if you're sending me a picture and I have, mm-hmm. f- like, Before lines, yeah. lines in the back of your head or, For like, real. I broke off your hair in the back. Yeah. I messed up. Uh, yeah, exactly. But if, if you're just upset that you spent too much money, that's not necessarily my problem. But what I was more so getting at is, like, I just see a lot of stylists on TikTok and Instagram talking about, like, how everything they do is always right and the client is always wrong and throw this client away if they're not serving you or Mm -hmm. throw this away. And maybe it's just a conversation that you can have of like, hey, um, you're not going to talk to me like that. Yeah. And this is how things are going to move on forward because that is how I very much am in my chair. If someone talks to me sideways and – my client this morning, yeah. she and I, the big color correction, she and I went through a moment where she was kind of hateful to me, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. we're not going to do that. That's not how things run in this chair. So, and now from, like, it just took us that moment to, like, you're going to speak to me this way. These are my boundaries. I am a professional. I'm providing you a service. Yeah. And this service is quite frankly really expensive mm-hmm. so you i you expect it to be above and beyond mm-hmm. and that's what i'm going to deliver that's kind of what i mean not like every situation the client is always right but i just see a lot of stylists talking bad about clients that might have just wanted an adjustment you know a what I mean? Right. It wasn't in reference to what you were talking about at all. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it triggered that in my brain. <laughs> and I was like, I want to say client something. Client trauma. Right. Yeah. Just like, not every client is awful. And just no. because someone doesn't like their hair one or two times doesn't mean that you have to get rid of them. Because sometimes those are the most beautiful relationships that you build are the clients that you mess up their hair a couple times. Well, and then they, like, it's kind of what I was saying. To- to, f- to fix it or to grow or, like, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I think it's good when you have a relationship with somebody where you can voice your unhappiness, you mm-hmm. know, or, like, own when you fuck up or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Those are the – you're right. They are the best clients. They're the most respectful. They're the, you know, the ones that, like, not everybody's going to agree with you, but, like, if – you mess up somebody's hair and they mm-hmm. or or you don't mess up somebody's hair, but you learn something about that person that is a boundary or a conversation that mm-hmm. you need to have going forward. That can be good. They can end up being some of the most loyal clients because you adjusted to like to what, what they, they needed. Need. But if they're pushing your boundaries or they're being disrespectful, that is a whole different fucking story. Mm-hmm. I whole mean, different story. I have a client that I have two clients actually that come in and every single time there's something that needs to be changed mm-hmm. about their hair. And I am I will go ahead and say I am the stylist that takes the clients that no one else he will take. He's good with the difficult ones. So <laughs> one of them brings in her own hair dryer, her, yeah. two hair dryers, her own comb, and her own shears. John's like, hell no. He's like, <laughs> never. And red flag, bye. Yeah. Um, but 
we get along. Because I told her how it was. I was like, listen, I'm not cutting your hair that way. I'm not going to do it that way. Yeah. I'm going to do it this way. It's going to look good. If you trust me, I'm going to move forward. If not, then maybe you need to find a new stylist. And I- ever since that day... Hi, so good to see you. Yeah. And um, everything was perfect last time. This time I would love it if we did this. So it's like every time there is still something wrong. But because I like set that boundary and was like, this is how things are going to operate in my chair. It's a respectful conversation every time versus uh, this was wrong. Hunter is good with the difficult clients, though, because I thought I was good with difficult people until I met you. Really? And, yeah, and then the ones that I'm like, ah, I've been doing hair for 20 years, bitch. It's going to be fine. Shut up. <laughs> like, yeah. You can handle them. <laughs> I just tend to not put up with a lot. Yeah. So, like, if they start talking sideways to me, I'm always meeting them with the same you energy. Have, I think you started being able to set healthy boundaries in a professional way earlier in your career Mm, than mm -hmm. I did. You know what I mean? Well, I was an associate for 100,000 years. Well, I mean, and again, we've talked about I wasn't, so I don't. Yeah, like I I have all of the, like, associate programs knowledge in my brain. Yeah. From multiple different salons. Mm -hmm. I was literally a professional associate for the longest time. (laughs) I mean, hey. I loved it. There you go. Okay, so that was our advice segment. There's another one, isn't there? Oh, crap, yeah. This one, this one. Okay, so that was a good example of having to own your, yourself or maybe just have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. This one is a good example of this client is crazy and you got to be tripping. Okay, so I'm going to read the client. Okay, where's my mom? Erica is going to read the stylist responses when she uh, finds her cell phone. Okay, so as Erica said, the first advice was great for the client Mm -hmm. happened to be correct in our opinion. Yeah. We thought she had a valid point. Yes. Worth discussing more. We should put it that way. And every opinion is valid, but that was ours. And then this one, our opinion is that the client is little. I would say goodbye to this person. <laughs> and I don't say goodbye to many people, as we, yeah. as we have discussed. Okay. <clears throat> I might be there early, but I will wait. Next message. I woke up with a fever this morning, and my mother is sick. Trying to get into the doctors today. Don't, period, want to get, want to get you sick. Next message. I am sorry. Sandy, I have been trying to confirm your appointment for weeks now. Text me back. Next message. I know that I did not. I I know, but I did not know any of you to get my fever that I woke up with. Next message. My mom is sick also. This canceling last minute has been happening since January. That is why I don't didn't want to book you until it would be a guarantee. I'm going to have to charge you the cancellation fee. What does that mean? You will be charged 60% of the appointment. Okay, so what does that mean? It is a policy I have in place for repeat no-shows. I will take some aspirin and wear a mask. Next message. I will see you at 1. Next message. Okay. Next message. Don't need to put in that position. Neither do I. So I will be there at 1. Next message. I am sure I feel a little better by then. Next message. If that's okay. Next message. So we won't have to cancel. Next message, I will put a cold rag on my head. Next message, so don't cancel me out, okay? Next message, I'm sure it will go down. 
Next message. Before I come there. Next message. Will you not cancel it today? I will be there. Next message. Okay. Next message. If you will still take me. Next message. I will be there. Next message. Text me back. If you're sick, you're sick. But this is the sixth or seventh time this has happened. I am running a business and this isn't acceptable. No, I will make it. I will make it there. Next message. I should feel better by then. Next message. Okay. Question mark. Next message. I will get over I. Next message. T. Next message. Slot of stress. Slot of it is stress. Next message. I will be there at one. O-L. Next message. That's probably why. Next message. So are we going to keep it today? Yes, if you're coming. I am. Okay. See you then. Next message. Sorry, I lost my money. I will have to cancel. Next message. My fault. Next message. I am in that was just a big typo. She meant to say, I know you are mad. Totally understand. Next message. So I won't be there. This is unreal. I know. Next message. But I don't want you be sick going to the doctor today. So... <laughs> This woman clearly has a lack of boundaries, and it's a pattern, mm-hmm. right? The client, or the, the client that she obviously cannot respect. Oh, you yeah, know, she cannot. That she has no respect for the situation at all. Yikes. So that is a definite. She got charged her sixty percent. Right? Yeah. I, well, and she said she would, and she yeah. has policies in place, and that's again. I mean, I love how everything's coming together. Policies, you gotta have them. Right. It's because John can read our minds and, and he knew it before we even told him that this was coming. Right. Well, and then I feel like it's it makes it easier to have truth and integrity because these policies are set in place and they're like, you know what I mean? And you hold true to them. Absolutely. Sorry, no, 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 no. This is why, you know. Absolutely. No, you think. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Give your peace. Um. My piece is, you know, charge her the 60%. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you don't even, I think regardless of if she charged the client the 60% or not, I feel like she was just trying to let the client know, like, you're no longer my client. Yeah. Yeah. This is unreal. Yeah, exactly. I would not, that that would be the last time I ever. I think in a situation like that one, I would almost just be like, I'm good without the 60%. Yeah, I'm, I would let that one go for sure. I'm good. Let's put a note in the system, uh-huh. to, even though those notes don't always work. I mean, yeah. That <laughs> to never be to booked you. at this salon again. That's happened to me before. Mm. Um, so we have two more questions. Mm-hmm. And then after our two questions that John a- answers, oh, okay. Um, you're going to give us a reading for the future of the podcast and the future of Erica and I as a brand. As a duo? As a duo. <laughs> a branded duo. A branded duo. I like it. Okay. okay. First question. You usually ask the first question. Go ahead. Um, you guys, or do you not know it? Because I always ask it. You, these are questions you guys have already like thought about? These are, yes. These are these questions are asked by that everyone. we ask every guest that comes on our podcast just to kind of get to know them a little deeper oh, right okay um so the first one would be actually i don't the one that's coming to mind i think is actually the one i always read okay so the first question is um what is a time yeah. in your career or your life doesn't have to be your career um 
that you've had to pick yourself back up after a fall or a misstep? Like the most notable time for you. Mm-hmm. The time that you like literally changed your trajectory. For instance, like when I felt like giving up on myself. Yes. Yeah, like if there's a time where you got knocked off course or, you know, knocked down or had to pick yourself up and like rebuild or change direction or anything significant like that. Well, that's been my whole story. Okay. <laughs> like literally. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm like, where do I start on that? Because it's it's deep. The beginning, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or in October. And then December came. And then they were, they told us all in our individual meetings that they were no longer going to be a commission salon, that they were doing booth rent. Mm -hmm. And then he crushed my dreams there and told me based off of the numbers and the things that I was doing and wasn't doing that he didn't know if I could afford booth rent. And I'm like, thank you for deciding on that for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because you're deciding that for me and you don't believe in me, and at the time, I didn't really, like, believe in myself. So, of course, yeah. like, I'm believing what I'm being told. Totally. So, I gave up on myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's fine. Like, consider December 31st my last day. Mm-hmm. And it was emotional because I didn't really have a, I didn't have a plan. Mm-mm. That was my next plan. Like, to be a colorist in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, I started Ubering full-time. I took a six-month break from doing hair. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was, I had a friend at the time who, you know, was living with me and then we were kind of like burnt out on Knoxville and we moved to Denver. Yeah. <laughs> that's when the next salon, yeah. that's when the next story so happened. It's been a constant chain of having to do that over and over, yeah. like in your career professionally. Well, I get that. I mm-hmm. mean, some of it hasn't necessarily always been the salon culture. Some of it's actually been my own shit, my own bullshit getting in the way, you know what I mean? And not believing in myself and like one bad thing happening and me letting it like tear me down ruin you yeah totally you know i I mean i think what we're going to is to is like you are what you believe in Mm -hmm. totally totally Mm -hmm. that mindset's key that lines up perfectly with the next one Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) okay so the next one is tell us about a time that you have surprised yourself with something you've been able to accomplish I think over the last couple of months, just like I even had this epiphany when we were in ABS, and I think Mm -hmm. I told both of you about it, or Mm -hmm. I don't know if I told you or not, but now we're talking about it. Right. So one of the biggest things, realizations that I've had lately, because I'm so critical on myself, Mm -hmm. and I'm very hard on myself, is I'm not going to do that anymore. Yeah. I'm just going to be proud of myself. And Mm -hmm. being in that room all weekend with fast foils, because we had an amazing team. It was such an incredible show. We, Everyone that was on our team, very special. The energy was amazing. Emotions were high because the energy was so strong. Yeah. And you just had to be there. Yeah. Well, we did a whole fucking episode about how awesome it was. So And Erica yeah. cried the whole time. I did cry the whole time. That, well, that's well, that's when I met you. Yeah. And I met Hunter for the first. I mean, I met you both for the first time exactly. in person. But yeah. Yeah, and that's how I met John. So no, and we're like walking back. He's gonna shampoo me, and he liked was like, I just have this message for you. And I was just like, oh, my God, don't cry in front of this person you've never fucking met before. But you're just like, here, I've got to tell you this. And it hit me so hard, and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> but it was the message that I needed to hear going into that, because I did, I went into that weekend like, oh, my God, I do not belong here. <laughs> 
at all, you know? But what did I tell you? That I need to let go of that. But I also, like, going back into what I was saying, like, the moment that I've had recently is, like, Mm -hmm. just being proud of myself. Mm -hmm. But one of the most important messages that guidance that I've ever received from, and it's from Jay, is pay attention to the rooms you're in. Yeah. Most of the time, the rooms you're in, you're there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Everything's in front of you, so pay attention. And then on top of that, building off on top of that, was usually the room that you're in, everyone has one common denominator. And it's like, that's what brings you together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well... It's true because we had Jay on the podcast and he talked about that. You're in the room. You're in the room. But, like, when you're actually in the room (laughs) and it holds true, it's kind of like we were saying, like, Jay is genuinely, like, such an uplifting, positive person, you know? Well, and I think, too, that room we were in, in ABS, was so powerful Mm -hmm. that it literally was transformative for every single person in the room. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, the emotions were high. Like, I had plenty of breakthroughs that weekend, and I had moments where I, would like, caught myself, like, crying, walking to the shampoo bowl, or I had to stop and talk to Jay because I was so over- overwhelmed with emotions because mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit, like, this is happening. Yeah. It happened before your eyes. Right. It was, ha- it was quick. It was quick, but it was. It was awesome. It was awesome. All right. All right. Is that so it? So that's all we got for you guys today. That. I'm getting the message for yeah. the second card that I didn't show you. Yeah. So the word is, the word's retreat. Oh. So I want you all to sit on that word for a while. Okay. And let it sit and soak in. And it's going to start resonating more because you'll figure out what retreat means to this podcast. Because if you think about it, it's kind of is like a retreat. Yeah. It's a safe space because you always remember... You always have a seat at our table. And that, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, is all we have for you today on this episode of Break Room Banter. If you want to follow us on our social media journey, I am at Herrick's Hunter on all the things. I'm Erica the Redhead on all the things. And John Colors Hair on Instagram. (laughs) On Instagram. (laughs) Boomer. He only has Instagram. Uh, And we also have a Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Break Room Banter pod. Thank you so much for all of our new Patreon subscribers. Yeah. Um, we're not promising anything from our Patreon right now. We're just saying that you are giving us support and growing our podcast so that we can one day offer you guys all Way the things. Way more than we have now. Um, and until next time. Bye. Bye.